Welcome to the show, Flaminia. What a beautiful, beautiful name. Why are we here? How can I help you? Mm, thank you for having me. And I'm just ready to unveil or unravel whatever feels like it's ready to be unraveled. I have no expectations. I didn't come with a specific set intention. I just feel ready to uncover what the universe wants me to uncover today. Beautiful. I love that uh, intention, even though you said you don't have a specific one. Um, so let's see what do we want to come through us today. Um, share with me where you're at mm. right now. Um, I feel... Like lately I've been more emotional and I think it's also because I'm tuning in and understanding the universe's energy and the man's energy and how it affects me. Um, I've been feeling more lonely lately, which is a bit ironic because I'm a community leader and I host a community and yet what I help others do is have that sense of belonging yet I'm also looking for that myself so I've been navigating through these feelings of yeah like a bit of loneliness my partner is abroad on a business trip and I was just so accustomed to having him in my sphere you know for three weeks in the same home and um I usually travel every three to four weeks. So being here for two months, almost two months at home has been, is getting to me a little bit now. Like I feel like I I feel stuck in a way and I'm going to be leaving in two weeks to head to Bali. And I feel like I have to kind of hold my breath until I get there in a way, even though I don't want to. But I know that in my head, I tell myself, once I get there, I will then be happy or I will then be able to nourish myself in the ways I want to nourish myself. Um, and I think one more thing that I've been navigating through is how how do I nourish myself? I have all of these tools and practices and routines that I have in place. And I consider myself pretty far along on my spiritual journey. Yet, when I was here with my partner, where we're co-working and living together, and he's a community leader, and we're doing all the things 24-7, when he left, and he's coming back in a week, when he left, it was like, whoa, how do I love myself again? Like, I had become lazy in discovering how to love myself through him, you know, and I had, I felt like I had to relearn that all over again. Like, how do I nourish myself? How do I love myself? How do I become this impenetrable being that I don't tie my level of um, reassurance from others or re reaffirmations from others or tie myself worth to my relationships? How do I create such a strong bond within myself? that I then become impenetrable and I can love myself to the depths of my core that if anything else happens, it won't affect me as much because I'm, I've created this, 
bubble for me. So these are topics that are super present lately in what I've been navigating through in self-love. Beautiful. I love how eloquently you put it and allowed your um, stream of consciousness just to take you here. So I want to cut through the juice with you, if that makes sense. What's in the way of you giving yourself this gift of fully loving as you are? I've been asking myself that same question. I feel, well, I know my myself. I know that I'm in my own way, that's for sure. And secondly, I build this narration in my head that I need to seek out guidance to help me do it, you know, or find a Tantra teacher or, because not only does it go for self-love or self-nourishment, it's also my own sexual pleasures. It's my desire. It's my love towards my body. It's all of that combined that I'm what's stopping me I feel like is working with mentors and guides that can help me get there and finances help or stop me from doing that as well okay so what I'm hearing is you mentioned the first point is that as far as I understood it correctly please correct me if I'm wrong that you're aware that's you're in your mind that's what's stopping you that was the first point and the second part what i'm hearing is that you are seeking someone who guides you mm -hmm. into this journey and partly financial aspects stop you partly from just really claiming that you need somebody else is that correct yeah yes yeah okay beautiful now, I want to be also straight with you because I feel you can um, handle it. So what's the lie here? Oh, yummy. Yeah. Um, hmm. I feel like the guidance, like the mentorship from somebody else could be the lie. Um, yeah, that feels most aligned to share like I feel like I I can just do it myself like I don't need someone else to help me get there okay I love that so we're getting somewhere so you see there is a slight difference between receiving support from a place of fullness right and wanting to take yourself deeper mm. but knowing that it's not what you need it's what you choose okay mm. there's a slight difference between that okay so I feel that landed. Tell me what's coming through. Um, what's coming through is that exact message that I also realized in relationships where it's like, I don't need you. I want you and I choose you, but I don't need you. And that was something that my previous partner had shared with me. And at first I was like, how do you not need me? You know, like I'm coming from Italian culture. So for me, it's like, like if I'm needed, I, I'm, I'm loved and I'm taken care of and I'm supported and I can support others, you know, if I can be there and, and they're needed by me. But then when he helped me understand that actually it's, he can fill up his own cup 
and I can fill up my own cup and we can meet each other with our cups full. And at that point, I don't need him to fill up my cup. I choose to cheers my full cup with him. And so that that's what landed for me and and um, yeah, what I felt coming up when you shared that. So it resonated. Beautiful. Since you have a smart, mature, open partner who is supporting himself and you on this journey. I love that. Mm. So in regards to yourself, nurturing yourself, having now this insight, this reminder, if you will, what's in the way of nurturing you right now, where you are at, not in Bali, not in one hour, not in one week or two weeks, whenever you leave, what's actually in the way of gifting yourself the presence and the love you seek? I feel like what's coming up is letting go. And I don't know of what, but of something, just like those two words are coming up, just letting go, like surrendering. Okay. When you said this and you closed your eyes before, is there a specific body part or somewhere in your body that's lit up that you can connect to this letting go? Can you connect for a moment with this mm. aspect? Yeah, mm -hmm. I can feel it in my heart. And I also realize that I close my eyes to to fully tune into my heart to respond from my heart center and not from my brain. And so like when I close my eyes, I feel, yeah, I feel it in my heart. I also just allow the stillness to tell me what's coming up for me. You know, like if the words letting, I see the words letting go, that's what comes up. And yeah, my heart feels heavy a bit and it feels um, like it has a light color when I think about this. Wonderful. Keep your eyes still closed. And I love that you have this connection with your heart. So we stay there a little bit. And as you said beautifully before, allow your heart to speak, not so much your brain or the cognitive aspect of you. Is there something that needs to be let go of? Is there something in the way from fully loving yourself right now. I can't put it into words. I don't know what it is. Okay. It's okay. You're at the right place. Would you describe to me what you're feeling and experiencing right now? Keep your eyes still closed. You're doing well. I feel, I don't know, like hate for myself. And anger. Mm. And shyness. And like all of these emotions that I don't usually feel 
on a daily basis, I feel like are suppressed. I feel sadness in my heart, loneliness, and I feel like I feel these emotions maybe like once, like every month or two months. And I feel like I, when I go on autopilot, I'm feeling my dopamine and happiness and unicorns and butterflies. And then like when these emotions come up, I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Because I don't have much experience with them. And so I, I feel like I don't have a manual. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you for choosing to open your heart. <laughs> that felt good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With your permission, I would love to still stay there a bit. I yeah. feel we're touching something very deep and I want to give you the opportunity to not go on autopilot. Yeah. Let's do the opposite of what most of us do when we confront difficult emotions. We're leaning in a little bit more. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm excited to do so, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see that. If that makes sense, they've been asking for this sort of attention and presence from you for a long time. And they're mm -hmm. here. Yeah. So when you connect to these emotions, where and what do you recognize in your body? Is there something different now lighting up than your heart? I mean, I've been feeling this tension in my shoulders. Um, where else do I feel? My neck. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, mostly my neck and my shoulders. Yeah, beautiful. So what I want to you to do right now with me, with closed eyes still, is just bring your awareness to your shoulders and your neck. Nothing needs to happen. Nothing needs to be let go of. Nothing needs to be resolved. I invite you to simply witness what's happening in your physical structure, maybe also in your emotional being. Moment by moment, like really feeling your shoulders and your tension in your shoulders and your neck. And then the next step I invite you to create just more space, more spaciousness in this area. And we're going to do that by taking three breaths. Now we know our mind can will tell us it's not possible. We cannot take a breath into our shoulders or neck. But I want you to visualize as if you're sending this loving awareness, the oxygen, the breath, exactly to the part of you which feels contracted, which feels tensed. So let's take together just three breaths into the shoulder, into the neck, anything else that feels tense to the moment. Mm 
one more time. Breathe in. And one more time, creating a bit more space. And you're moving your heads. That comes naturally when you do create space. Beautiful. So tell me what you observe now. Mm. I feel a little lighter in my neck. I also like, I see the color light and yellow in my neck. I feel like that always symbolizes that there's more lightness there and there's more attention being acknowledged there as well. Yeah. Yeah. You look also softer in your in your face, in your expression. Yeah, I feel like I was fighting to cry all day. <laughs> yeah. Mostly just because I've just been crying so much lately. I'm like, oh. I don't want to cry more, you know. Yeah. And I, at this moment, just want to acknowledge you, as we said before, it's an unusual setting to be coached and be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So I admire that you allowed yourself the gift of releasing the tension, maybe not with stories. Often we believe we need labels and stories, explanations, what's going on. But sometimes it's just a feeling and emotion that looks for space and for possible pathways to travel through you and tears and crying it's one way of releasing it so you gifted yourself now this opportunity to work through whatever is been in your system so i want you to acknowledge and see that for what it really is mm. yeah I acknowledge that and i do acknowledge the feeling of wanting to tie an explanation to what i'm feeling or because I'm feeling emotional, it must be because of this, 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 you know? Yeah. I, it's just honoring the fact that I just, I feel emotional and I don't need a reason for that. And that's okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So I just want to point out what you already said. You don't need a story and explanation, right? You said you need a, you don't even need a manual. You already have the manual. You are the manual. Your body is the manual. Whenever something is arising, right? Or something asks you to witness, what you can do is just offer it more space and leaning into that. Rather, what you said most of us do, and it's natural and human, is fighting or resisting, right? looking away or trying to find something else that will overshadow what's actually happening. Mm. But the more you allow yourself to not let go, and for the ones who are just listening here and not seeing it, not let go by pushing it away, I'm doing a hand gesture, but bringing it closer, integrating. This is how you allow yourself to quotation mark, get unstuck or move through that. Often when we say we want to let go of something, it comes with a certain need or force. Like, let me cord cut it, like, you know, that's there, and then there is a stone and I can just move on. Rather than understanding that true intimacy with ourself is actually creating more space for all aspects of us. Mm. It's like 
you're having a big dinner table and you're in an Italian culture, you know how that is when we invite, when you invite people for food, right? You'll get another chair and another chair and share and like it's a celebration. What would happen if you invited the same anger, the same sadness, loneliness, whatever the label is, onto this table? Not asking them to wait outside in front of the dining room until the happy peppy parts are done and they can eat in the shadow in the dark, but actually invite them on the table and love them regardlessly of their own expression. How would that feel for you? It feels so beautiful. I would love to do that for them. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to love them the way that I love my other happy feelings. <laughs> yeah. And may I offer you just a small thing that I heard right now. Not I would love to do that. You're already doing it. You have been doing it with me here. Mm. This is you being a community leader for your own body, for your own aspects of yourself. You now already know how to take care of other people. It's already within you. Now it's the same thing applying power. It's your inner self. And if that helps, you can even view all your emotions or your stories, different aspects, the shy one, the courageous and bold one, the leader, but also the, the inner child, whatever label there is. You can see them as your community members and you are kind of your awareness as the community leader. What would be your natural instinct? I would assume you would invite them to feel comfortable, to feel welcomed. You would ask them what they need, what support they can offer. Hug them. Yeah. So you see everything is already within you. It's not so much getting another manual, another guide, another step-by-step um, -step guide. It's rather applying already what you know just towards yourself. Hmm. And I think that's such a beautiful reminder because I always feel like I have to get there or I'm not enlightened enough to be there or someday I will, you know. But I just forget that I can start doing that now and also just remind myself that I am doing it now. Yep. I love that. I love that. That's so, so powerful. There is nowhere to get. We're mm -hmm. already all here. Mm -hmm. Our monkey mind will suggest to us, and I can relate to that, and probably everyone who's listening and watching, we all share the same feature of projecting into the future. And that's wonderful and great, and it helps us to survive. And... On the flip side, it can be a barrier to realizing that we're already here right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. I feel that. So we'd love to give you the space to crystallize your own medicine. Mm. Share with me what are your biggest insights from this conversation right now, and you can take your time. What are the biggest insights you can give yourself with? That I am like what I am now. And I don't need to get something. I don't need to go and try to achieve something. Like it's already within me. And what comes up for me is just finding ways to remind myself of that. 
you know? Yeah. And then I find myself wanting to wish that that it doesn't have to be a reminder <laughs> that also that is my autopilot as well. But yeah, that's what's coming up as like a wisdom nugget that I'm sure I'll take away too. And I do see it as a practice. I feel like I am, I've been conditioned to love my happy feelings and my dopamine ridden feelings. And I've been conditioned to feel that my sadness and my anger and my fears and everything are not welcome at the table. Yet I feel that there is some practice that needs to be done to decondition that. And that's what I feel like is what's going to help me start realizing that these feelings are then welcome. They are welcome already, but my brain still tells me that they're not. So I have to have conversations with my brain to invite in to say, but they are. And like, let's just get them on the table and play cards and love them for who they are. Yeah. And then I just feel sadness that like these feelings It's okay. There's another onion layer. Yeah. I just feel like I feel sadness for these feelings. That they're not usually invited at the table. And I and I also realize that this is like my inner child talking, you know, like of just like seeing the world for its beautiful place and it's and it's light and like the inner child that like when it steps on a flower it like apologizes to the flower I feel like what's coming up for me is just like realizing that I feel sorry for these emotions that they're not being given space at the table for so many of us and it's mixed with anger that we're just conditioned to not learn how to deal with them or we're not conditioned to know that they're also great you know they're being tagged as bad and they didn't decide that they didn't choose that you know <laughs> so I think yeah, I just have like deep sadness for just like society and us as people and it just makes me want to change things for my children and future generations hmm. thank you for sharing what's coming through you and you can see that there's another way for there and as you did before with me in the guided practice you can and you are been doing this i've witnessed you on the screen um you just can hold space for the next wave and the next wave and whatever is present right now 
in regards to what you said, um, learning to decondition ourselves or having a practice, right? Um, what would be one thing that you can start doing from now on that will enable you this beautiful reminders of holding more spaciousness for everything? Hmm. What would be one thing that helps to integrate this beautiful insight? And maybe a small spice from Alisa, not from a place of I have to, right? To get somewhere else, but from a choose to, I get to, I love to. I mean, the, I'm sure many things come up and the first thing that I'll honor is um, sharing it more you know like in settings like this or in community or yeah just like normalizing it more in conversations because I feel like as we normalize happy feelings and celebrate happy feelings I feel like it's worth normalizing sadness and fear and and it helps me realize that I go through different seasons for myself that I do do that with people if someone tells me tells me they're lost I start to congratulate them because I feel like it's the first step you know towards clarity and like they're acknowledging and becoming aware that they're lost you know or someone sharing I feel sad right the first thing is feeling it and not without acknowledging that it's there and then the second is actually knowing that that is what you're feeling and you're saying it's sadness and then sharing it with other people and not feeling, not stopping yourself because you'll seem small or you'll seem irrelevant or you'll be tagged as someone depressed or you'll be tagged as someone who's not happy and go lucky all the time. So I feel like it's just normalizing those conversations and allowing people to step into their truth more and more and with their with full authenticity yeah and it's my love because i honor and love you so much and really value your vulnerability here i want to offer you one last thing which is a powerful reframe of something that i have noticed and when you speak in terms of integration and what helps you're speaking about others what i would love you to do right now with me is to say maybe in two three sentences what you just told me right now about yourself i am dot 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 that's hard it's okay you're at the right place I just feel like it's more comfortable to love others than it is to love myself. I feel like it's more comfortable to give to others than to give to myself. I'm more comfortable in giving than receiving. And even just saying those sentences out loud is like, what the hell? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I'm more comfortable giving to others than giving to myself. Like, 
I know that the days that I give to myself, I can show up even better for others. Yeah. But I forget and that. So because I honor you, I want you to 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 bring back to this present moment, right? So the thing is here. You don't have to do it with me here right now. But this is my invitation for you to take away. Practice it's saying it for yourself using an I. Maybe that means that you will journal today or after the call that you will stand in the mirror and try to or are going to do it for you. But that's your medicine. That's your practice. That's the element where you're leaning into. Everything else, you already know. That's the known, right? But if you're speaking about deconditioning, this is the sweet spot. This is the sweet spot. This is your opportunity. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. How about we take two last breaths together? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Amazing. Okay. So let's do, and everyone who's listening, let's take a breath as if it's our first and last one. So we'll inhale with our nose. And breathe out through your mouth. Ah. One more just for you as a gift to be alive and feel all there is. Inhale. Ah. Beautiful. Laminia, thank you so much for your openness and courage. And thank you for being part of the show and opening up your heart to me and to us. Mm. Thank you for holding the space.